All Things in the Name of Love, with your host, Dr. Erica Riesberg. Music performed and written by Megan Moreau. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it, yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go. Let it flow. All Things in the Name of Love, Episode 38, Become the Star of Your Own Show, with Lorraine Latoul. Today on the show, I'm interviewing an amazing woman I met on Facebook named Lorraine, and she does this amazing process of helping you tune in more deeply to who you really are. And so uh, one of the amazing gifts she does is what she calls the baptism of the soul, And I really look forward to talking with her about her process and allowing her to share her unique story and help you awaken more fully into who you truly are. Florraine, it is such an honor to have you on the show. Thank you. And Florraine, you and I met through a mutual contact on Facebook a couple weeks ago, and she just saw that we would be connected. And I feel so grateful for it because in the few weeks I've known you, she was right. She yes, was right. She was. Yeah, she was. <laughs> so yesterday you had this very interesting post that I wanted to start off with because it speaks so much to our current society and the, the inner turmoil that I have with the use of digital phones instead of paper. And I'm of a certain age where I did not have computers my whole life. And so I love the tactile sense of reading with a book or a newspaper or something like that. And and I've seen it in my family and I've seen it all over the world that people are looking down at their phones constantly. And in my perception, and I could be wrong, we're losing human contact. So you want to talk to me about your post and what your thoughts of it are? Yeah. So, so first of all, hi, Erica. I'm really happy to be here on the podcast with you from Switzerland. It's an honor to be, to be here. And um, so yesterday I wrote this, uh, this post and uh, it really came to me as a flash. Like I, I had to share my message because my husband was uh, lying down on the sofa reading the news on his phone, but I didn't know he was reading the news at the time. And I was about to snap at him and say to him, you know, what are you doing on your phone again? Although, you know, and uh, this has happened many times before. And just as I was about to just tell him, what are you doing on your phone again? I just realized, wait, he's reading the news. And actually, not so long ago, he would have been reading the news on his newspaper, with a, you know, from the newspaper, from a paper. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would have been perfectly fine 
with me. I would mm-hmm. not have snapped. And, uh, and actually, I quite liked it. I thought it was quite sexy. <laughs> he was reading his, his newspaper. And he's British. <laughs> I'm French. And I just got this, you know, this idea of British man reading newspaper. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, and I was just like, that's not actually fair. Because he's just reading the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And so I just, just came. It was just like a big moment of consciousness, like I called it. And where I, I, I asked myself, where are you at with technology? You know, have you fully embraced it or are you still resisting it? Uh, what's going on there? And then as I started thinking about it, I realized there was a lot of shame around it for me. And as if using technology is something to be shameful about. So that's, mm. that came through. Um, as if, um, because we talk a lot about, you know, technology and how bad it is how it's distancing people and um, you know how about about how technology potentially makes you a bad parent if you're always on your phone also mm. and he was he was reading next to our son who's two and a half year old so that was, that's all that, that came through um, so that's that was interesting what yeah all all that it triggered so I don't know if you want to yeah i do because because that's something i battle with too because i know i have tendencies if i'm not aware to having an addictive personality Mm -hmm. and i know this and i know phone is a really easy thing to get addicted to so i try to balance my awareness of my propensity Mm -hmm. to be addicted with the technology as a form of instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so one of the things I did notice, and I have taken off my phone, is when I had Facebook on my phone, I was on my phone like five, six hours a day. Mm-hmm. I don't have it on my phone. I have Messenger on my phone, but I, I have Facebook on my laptop, so I have to actually sign in mm-hmm. and and that indicates to me like having that extra step or a couple steps of like actually getting off the couch and walking into my office and all that it makes me aware of the fact that it's something i don't need and that i have an addiction to so that's for me like if i if it if i'm aware of the fact that i need an effort to look at it that means it's an addiction for me yeah 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 i can i can uh really relate to that i've had moments where i've taken the, the the apps off my phone as well instagram and facebook like the idea was that i post something and then i i basically have to download the app <laughs> and post something <laughs> and then delete the app again um but i must say this doesn't last when i do that because there's just so much fuss so i end up keeping it um however i i also i have I have moments where I can really, I can really be good. <laughs> um, that's a judgment there. You know, like where I'm really aware of how I use it and I can really be detached from it. So I use mm-hmm. it and I'm conscious and I stop it. And there's moments where, where I just let myself carry, carry it away by it. And I, at some point, feel that it's been too much because I feel my nervous system is just hyperactive like there's just so much that's been going on mm-hmm. that's a sign for me that i need to take distance from social media 
for me it's, it's so it's, this conversation is turning into social media i think because for me it's, it's mostly social media like it's not news my partner is constantly reading the news that he loves he's like he's a journalist at heart um for me it's just not not my thing mm-hmm. so it's, it's more like social media and it's always about sharing i don't really consume a lot of content from other people but i'm really um I just love sharing my community. I just really love, um, love it. But to a point where sometimes I'm like, okay, do I really need to share this? Like, is this really, do I need to share this basically? Or right. should I just put my phone down and do, go and meditate perhaps? <laughs> and just, you know. So how do you find that balance? Because it is, this, this is a spiritual podcast. And so mm-hmm. let's bring that into the spiritual. Like yeah. bringing your awareness is a huge component is like when you know that you're going down the rabbit hole, which I've yeah. caught myself a few times, mm-hmm. like Instagram, uh, yeah. brain candy. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give myself 10 minutes Yeah, because if I can't find it in 10 minutes, it's not going to be found. Yeah. And that's a technique I bring for my awareness because I want to not, I don't want to disconnect from myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you go about keeping yourself aware? Mm-hmm. Well, the, on occasions, I, I don't do it all the time, but I have done it where when I know I'm, I'm going on social media to look for something specific, I will put a timer on. Put a timer on and uh, when it rings, let me know I need to stop. And when it does ring, most of the time I've gone and I've realized I've gone and done something else. So I, I went on social media to look for something and within the 10 minutes frame i've actually forgot why i came on wow yeah i just just got sidetracked by something interesting um, yeah so it's that but also what I, what i uh, what i realize oft a lot is that social media i use a lot for when i'm uh, trying to find my, my my thought my thought together when the when there's something, a feeling that I'm trying to run away from. <laughs> so, Interesting. So what I, when I, how I notice that is when I put my phone down, because I'm like, okay, why are you doing social media? You don't need it. I put it down. And three seconds later, I'm back on it. Interesting. And I don't even know why. And I, and I know that the impulse is suggesting that there is something that I need to face, that I need to feel, and that I need to go through, <laughs> acknowledge and go through. Um, so yeah, usually it's something about something I'm, I'm afraid of or an anxiety about something that I'm anticipating. So I'm just trying to numb a feeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that case, once I become aware of that, I'm like, okay, now you put the phone down, <laughs> deep breath. And uh, most of the time I will go and journal, take my journal out and just ask, okay, what's going on? And usually I've just got the whole download that's just there. Okay. Mm. You just can take just five minutes. It doesn't need to take three hours. It's just like putting the words to the feelings down on paper. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, yeah, my journal is my best friend. <laughs> I understand. I've, I've, I have a record where I got a journal two months ago and I'm almost done using it. Like, mm-hmm. That's impressive. That's a lot of stuff that I'm writing because I just have so much coming through. Yeah. And it's just fascinating to see how integral it is for the expression of my soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Journaling, I, I've, I've 
been journaling on and I had been journaling on and off for years, but this year um, I've journaled every day the whole year, and it's transformed my life, my business. It's just been amazing. It's just my business, especially, has been guided by my soul through my journal. Mm. It's just been amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Really, really amazing. Like, and uh, it's just made me trust a lot more and I just trust that how I feel mm-hmm. what, what I want just what comes through all the programs I create podcasts like you know when, whenever I've been invited for conferences or whatever just make just trust that whatever is going through me is a message I need to come out mm-hmm. however imperfect it is it's just the message that needs to come out and that people need to hear and um, my journal has really allowed me to feel free like that and just honor yeah honor who I am and uh, yeah so a journal is really and now I actually get all my clients to journal because it's just, yeah, it's that simple, so simple. And it's, yeah, you can do it anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. So tell me how you came upon your ability to tune into your soul's desires. It's mm-hmm. a good question. Thank you. Where do I begin? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the turning point, I'll just, I'll just start with the turning point. Uh, was about seven years ago. I was hired in a pharmaceutical company in Switzerland, well paid, uh, very well paid. So, you know, I could just book a flight to the other side of the world without even you know, looking at my bank account. It wow. was just like, yeah, that kind of money for my age. It was, uh, you know, in my 20s. It was, uh, yeah, it was a privilege. However, I was, I was saying I was suffering from. Uh, burnout from boredom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was extremely bored, um, really bored. Like, I remember going to my boss one day and I said, you know, have you got something to do? Because I'm really bored. Like, all the tasks I, I, I had to, to you know, they were giving me, whatever, you know, I was just doing seconds and, and it was just boring. Like, I had literally nothing to do for some of the days. And Ooh. I remember he said to me, well, here's a, um, a little box with pens. Can you sort out the one that work? And the one that don't work. And I was like, wow. Are you serious? Am I, I didn't even <laughs> care about the money at the time. I was like, did I go through university? Did I go through all this, you know, to be sorting out this box? Wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, so I remember and then I went home to South of France for, for a weekend and I was talking to my dad and I said, this is what's going on. You know, I'm, I'm feeling really low. And he said, look, I've never seen you that low. You've always been, you know, such a happy child and so full of ideas and inspiration. What are you doing? Quit your job now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And um, my father is an entrepreneur and he's very, he just, he just always, he's always told us, like, follow your dreams. And, hmm. and uh, I said, he, said to, he said to me, build your own business. And I was like, well, what do you mean build my own business? I don't know what business I would be doing. And anyway, I, I always thought I would build my own business, but I always thought it's something I would do much later, like when I would be late 40s or something. And uh, he was like, no, that's nonsense. You can build your own business anytime. <laughs> so I went back to Switzerland and I went to my boss and I said, look, I'm quitting. <laughs> um, and he was like, oh, I'm surprised that you didn't quit before. I was trying to push you out. <laughs> oh really he said because i've seen you had so much potential 
And wow. he said, in the first place, I hired you to, mm-hmm. to do you a favor because you, were, you had just arrived in Switzerland, so you would get a job here. And then I was, I was wondering why you were staying on. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite funny. Wow. So, so, he, uh, so he, he told me, when do you want to leave? I said, well, can I stay three more months so I can put a bit more money on the side? <laughs> so he said, okay, fine. Let's do, you can stay three more months. So I did. And, uh, and that's when it all began. The journey wow. of, of uh, self-exploration. Um, and actually, when I left that job, I'm, this, is, this is where it also gets interesting. Is I promised myself that I would never, ever, ever accept something less than what I meant for. Mm. It was just like so, so, so like powerful in that moment. It was just like, I am not doing this ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also just if we like rewind a bit before that, a few months before that, I had done a mindfulness uh, eight-week training, um, which had made me aware of life. Like, you know, for the first time I had noticed, I remember telling my partner, do do trees blossom like that in the spring every year and he was like yes they do oh my god i've never noticed i think since i was born i cannot remember that was i remember being so like are you joking every year they blossom and he was like yeah wow (laughs) yeah i remember like we were in that botanical garden where we live now and it's just like oh my god and i was like photographing in that every (laughs) angle and it was like like i was born again honestly it was wow. crazy. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, um, and then I started realizing, just noticing everything. I remember I would ne- not take the bus anywhere anymore. I would just walk all over town just to smell, smile at people, just reconnecting with life. It was just like, oh my God. Right? So, and then I started being conscious of you know, whatever I was putting in my body. Uh, I was also had I had prior to that been diagnosed with a lupus-like right, autoimmune condition, mm-hmm. and uh, giving some horrible drugs. And I was like, right, I'm stopping those drugs. I'm going to do the research, and I'm just going to heal myself. So I did mm-hmm. with nutrition and mindfulness and and just mindset. And um, yeah, and I yeah. It's, so it's just like it was just. I remember one of my friends told me, oh my god, you you embody the the everything is possible <laughs> wow. she was like wow it's just so beautiful to watch that energy of uh, yeah. so that was the beginning of a of a like a massive turn in my life um following that it wasn't all rose and roses and butterfly we went through a lot of a uh, really difficult time um however that was a really solid base to go through those mm-hmm horrific times that we went through after later on which we can go into if you if you want but i just don't want to go on too much well without without going into the horrific events what i will ask out of that did you see a deepening to your spiritual journey through the events yeah, yeah they were they had to they as people always tell me oh, are you crazy because even my condition so we, we lost our first child mm. and um and after that, my, my partner went through three. Uh, he was made redundant three times in a row. Um, wow. So, like, financially, it was a big struggle. But through that, it's like we, it was everything happened for a reason. Like, he, he put us, I mean, in terms of spirituality, spirituality for me, I, I always felt there was something else, that there was the invisible. Mm-hmm. But it's like I, really, I didn't really dare 
going there because I was like, oh, that's scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, when, when I lost my son, just like, it was like, there was no way I was not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I've got to go there. I've got to see what's there. And, um, and yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like I think it increased my vibration like a thousand times. Like, yeah, it's just, it just made me, I think it made me feel love in a way mm. that I have never felt love before. I think I, I understood the meaning of love then. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's just like, you know, through death, you have this sound of silence that just like bring you to your soul. Like, mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, I know he, he came through for a reason to, yeah, for that. And yeah, like consciousness and maturity as well. You know, as a, as a coach now, um, I can... I can lead my clients so much better because I've been through hardship and um, yeah. just, it's just connecting to life is just, it's, you know, death is part of life. And uh, yeah, it was, it's like all the events that happened to us, I think are messengers and messengers for us to honor what we're here for and potentially what we need to teach to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've, I've found that, well, my podcast is a result of me taking a vow of peace four years ago and trying to divest myself of violence and then tuning into how I can help others connect to that deep sense of inner peace mm-hmm. through learning what I know about myself and how I'm doing it. Yeah. And then sharing it because we need so we need that peace and love in our world mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. We do. We do. It's like, I wrote, prior to the article that you read, I wrote an article on the, like change can really happen when we remove the filters. Mm-hmm. And I think removing the filters is, is peace. Yeah. It's, it's really being at peace with who we are and what we have to offer, what we can offer, not what we have to, what we can offer, what we want to offer. Just being at peace with the whole of us, like as individuals. Mm-hmm. And if we, through love, so if we are at peace with ourselves through love, the, the world can change in such a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. How do you help your clients? So I help my clients. So I, I, <laughs> I tell them that I help them to, be, to become the star of their own show. Mm. And... Uh, and some of them, at first, they get a bit scared. Like they think they've got to put like glitters on and you know, uh, <laughs> red lipstick and and velvet uh, dress, you know. And I tell them, you can if you want. If that's part of your show, mm-hmm. it's not about that. It's about honoring who you are to the core. And yeah. Um, yeah, who are you to the core? How? What do you want to say? How do you want to dress? What do you want to eat? Who do you want to hang out with? You know, what kind of People come to me mostly for business nowadays. It didn't used to be, but now it is. And um, it's like, what kind of business do you want to create? What kind of programs do you want to create? How crazy do you want to go in your programs? How, you know, it's just like, what do you want to say? Like one of my clients, she was, she had, she was very rigid in her, the way she created her programs and her business. And now she's using... Um, like funny characters and stuff. And she's like, oh my God, I feel so alive. It's just, mm. yeah, bringing life, like 
because you know if we talk about entrepreneurship there's thousands of people doing the same thing branding themselves the same way you know talking about the same stuff but if you're the show you're on a your own show then you become unique you embrace you know how unique you are and uh, and you stand out because you become magnetic as you love yourself as you embrace who you are as you shine people are just they just want in they're like who is this woman you know it's like it's amazing so that's mm -hmm. how i teach them it's just uh, one of the part of the program that i call is one of the phase is called baptism of the soul so it's really about rebirthing and it's very joyful it's not like it's not dark or anything it's really about you know just honoring all these things that just make you take with you know passion and love since you were a child and still there just like reigniting all that mm -hmm. and uh, i just had one today actually baptism of the soul and it's just uh, I love it. I just love it. And I really use it before and after. It's, uh, it's, and it's simple. So how do I do that? It's through coaching, talking, and uh, really empowering my clients to, to be able to get to the show outside of session. So it's journaling. Mm. Mm. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that you're doing it with business leaders because... Well, I, I, in Portland, Oregon, I have a, a really beautiful uh, gift of having a lot of spiritual friends. Mm -hmm. yeah. And to see, they're not all business owners. And to see, like, getting it into more of a mainstream yeah. is a really beautiful thing because I studied popular culture. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I did as well. I did. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my thing was like, how do I break down the other? Mm -hmm. Because the other never made sense to me. Mm -hmm. The other was confusing. I was like, why is that other? Explain to me what the other is. And everything that was other to what I perceived mm -hmm. was artificial. Okay. Interesting. And so the, the things that we're taught to believe mm -hmm. reinforce separation. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is coming from my spirit, not my theoretical self, but my spiritual self sees that. Yeah. And so my passion is to break that down. Mm -hmm. and you mean like to, to bring unity? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Completely. And uh, Actually, I've, I've got a mastermind group and it's interesting because it was, in my mind, it was created for entrepreneurs and they're mostly entrepreneurs in it. But one lady is not entrepreneur. She wanted to join in and she made me realize how blending in entrepreneurs and non-entrepreneurs is so right. Mm -hmm. Because actually people who are working for corporate companies or who are, who are hired um, can be entrepreneurs in the, in the company they're working for, the company they're working for. Mm -hmm. So it's just being entrepreneurs is really owning your life. Yeah. So we're, so we're just one. And we, we tend to have this group, you know, we tend to uh, segmentize like entrepreneurs, not entrepreneurs, but really we're all the same thing. Just, you know, mm -hmm. we're, all, we're all humans. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really sure if that's exactly where you were going. But I just, no, but, but it is because, because you know, just, just breaking down the separations. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, whatever is separate from me, I want to find out what makes it separate so I can get rid of those barriers. Yeah. Because it's very, very interesting, actually. Yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, because I, 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 my old mindset was yeah. figuring out, like, trying to like dig, 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 dig. Let me find out what your point is that you're that you're opposing and creating the separation from. Now I'm coming from a place of how can I show up with love mm -hmm. as my primary focus that will give you the security to, to feel me mm -hmm. and break down the barriers. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's just beautiful. And that's just, that's just exactly what you just said. That's what it does. It, it just build trust, just the security base for people to, to feel welcome. Like, yeah. Just the way they are. And, and sometimes I don't come from that place of love. You know, I, I, I can be in judgment or in fear. Well, behind judgment, there is fear. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I can, you know, go down a rabbit hole sometimes more than five minutes. <laughs> and um, and uh, at some point, I catch myself and I'm like, hold on. How about if you switch? How do you feel if you switch? And I just connect my heart to the other person's heart. And it just changes everything. Mm -hmm. It just changes everything. You know, the anger or the anxiety or whatever happens just dissolves. It's, it's magical. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Because it's, it's this perception that we have, right? Mm -hmm. Because whatever yeah. we feel, we see on the outside. Mm -hmm. And so I... I'm not mastering it yet. I'd love to say I'm a master of it, but I, it's a practice that I do. It's a practice. I it's definitely a practice. Yeah. And when I do it, it just feels so much lighter. Yeah. And, and just to bring it back to what you mentioned at the beginning of the, of the recording about social media or using screens, I think, I don't know if you wanted to go back there, but yeah. it just made me think that the screens the hyperactivity probably of our brains through using um, the screen so much can distance us from our heart and from tapping into that space mm -hmm. where we ha have space to feel and therefore to hold space for the other. Yeah. Where we don't give in to reacting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just... Just, it just made me think of that. So, yeah, that's beautiful yeah. because, because, you know, when, when I'm talking to someone, mm -hmm. like you and I are doing, even though it's over a screen, I'm connecting mm -hmm. with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And when I text mm -hmm. or when I'm doing a post on social media, I don't feel that deep resonance within because I'm, I'm not able to have any form of physical contact. Mm -hmm. For me, I've, yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. No, it's, 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 I was just trying to, maybe not physical contact, but, but like a voice is a resonance. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So. Yeah. For, for me, what, what I try and do, and I think I, I, I master it more and more, is when it, whatever I post, it's, it's always that 
you know that f from the place of flow like it's mm -hmm. it's quite raw it's quite you know it's just it's got to be shared now so that's when i when i share and then when i comment um i i really try and visualize the person mm. and enter that space like that rather than just being like a reflex or hey hi thank you for the comment it's really when i write thank you for the comment each word is you know around it there is intention and love it's like you know thank you for commenting thank you for your feedback i really try and connect just say okay now i'm gonna take 10 minutes where i'm gonna reply to people but it's intentional replying rather than just this quick mm -hmm. and the same on linkedin what i've started doing is when people you know ask me to join my network i will take the time to say hi and you know who are you should we talk should we meet uh, even though mm. just to create just so that people that are in my space are there is a link somewhere and those who mm -hmm. don't reply i delete <laughs> i delete them because i i just don't want to have this uh you know my ego doesn't need the <laughs> my thing it's just you know people who who are in my space it's got to be in my space for a reason yeah mm -hmm. I, I like the intentionality of it because i mm -hmm. I had um I had my Facebook account hacked three years ago. Okay. Yeah. And I had thousands of people because I do voiceovers. And yeah. when I decided to go back on, I was very intentional mm -hmm. about who I wanted to connect with because the energy of my old account didn't have a high a high resonance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So even if it's not um a face to face you can still feel the energetic imprint mm -hmm. of can. the person. And it's, oh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, you can. And as you develop your intuition, it's, it's just amazing. For me, even just a picture, it's not, it's, not even, it's not about a beautiful picture or, you know, it's not even about judgment. It's just, I can feel that warmth or I don't do, you know, it's just, it's, uh, yeah, she learned to trust that. that yeah. Yeah. And that's a practice. It is a practice, yeah. And I'm still, I'm not mastering it sometimes, <laughs> completely detached. <laughs> but I'm, what I've noticed, yeah. though, is that when I make a decision or when I choose life the way it's meant to be for me, then it's a lot easier. Mm -hmm. um, like recently, I, I had a mentor um, who was just amazing mentor, but I just felt it was time to, to give it a break. But I was feeling a little bit uh, anxious about it. You know, how is she going to take it? I didn't want to hurt her feelings and all that. Anyway, I, I told her, look, this is, this, I'm ending the our contract. Uh, this feels just right for me. And um, so she was perfectly fine. And she's like, yeah, you know, if it's no longer aligned, I will never push. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. And so the decision made, I just felt so expansive. So rise. And after that, the heighten of my intuition. That was quite amazing because I was in my truth. I had honored my truth. And uh, that's why I've realized the more we make daily choices of honoring, honoring what's, uh, what's right for us, the more we are the show, <laughs> the more it's the easier it is to access what's right for us. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do know what you're saying because yeah. if, if you're doing something that you think you should do mm -hmm. because somebody else is pressuring you or you want to make somebody happy and you're not paying yeah. attention to what you need, mm -hmm. you're going to feel pretty miserable. Yeah. And then you, you, you're not able to 
or you're still able to, but it's less, I feel it's less easy to access. Mm-hmm. I think we can still tap into it, but it's just, there's more like parasites. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I much prefer to do what I love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so freeing. I'm yeah. so grateful that I've reached us you know, space now, state, so it's becoming a habit, like, yeah, being able to say real yes and real no's, you know, it definitely wasn't always like that, so it's a mm-hmm. journey. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh. Well, Florine, is there anything else you would like to share? Just that life is beautiful. Mm. It really is beautiful. And just inviting your listeners, your beautiful listeners, to, to feel gratefulness. And I know in America, you just had Thanksgiving uh, at the time of recording of this episode. And uh, to feel gra- gratefulness, real gratefulness, intentional mm-hmm. gratefulness, because gratefulness can become a practice that is just a checklist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like really being intentional about it. Yeah. And, uh, and just leave you with this question, like, if you incarnate the show, what, do you, what does it look like? What do you decide? What do you choose? Mm-hmm. What do you no longer choose? Mm-hmm. What's the next leap for you to leave the show? Mm. And I know whatever it is, it'll be beautiful. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you. My pleasure. How do my listeners find you? Okay. So your listeners can find me on my website, 360impulse.com and on social media under Flow the Show. And I can send you the links if you want to. I would love the links. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. Mm. thank you so much Florine it's been such an honor to have you on the show thank you Erika it's been uh, amazing and uh, you have uh, contributed to my one of my dream of uh, of having an impact contributing in English so this is like (laughs) very grateful for that opportunity oh you're so very very welcome the action item of the week is to sit down and think about what you would love your life to be and then figure out what is keeping you from experiencing it. Think about how your show would look when you become the star of it. That's it for the week. Until next time, I bid you the highest peace, love, and true prosperity. Namaste. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go.